What up, ladies and gents? We are here hey, hey. on a Halloween Friday, ready to Woo. rock and roll. James, hit us with the fire. All right, all you business pros out there. Before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe, and drop a review and help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests as we rise up in those podcast rankings. We will really appreciate it. And if you want to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have you on and learn from you too. Go to www.businessbros.biz slash podcast guest and schedule your time slot. And don't forget to follow us on all of our social media at Business Bros Pod. We're so excited. We're so honored to bring yet another incredible guest onto the Business Bros Pod. To put it simply, our guest today builds brands. We all know that traditional marketing methods have lost value. Now, consumers need to be reached through different efforts. Our guest understands and shows his followers that through proper brand strategy with unique content and digital advertising, you can reach and engage with your customers in the online world. He has one simple goal, to build profits for businesses through the power of internet video advertising. Our guest has a visionary and strategic mind. Along with his videography team, he can help you create and implement winning campaigns to reach your target audience. With his help and your product or service, thousands of people will be reached with just the right message that they want to hear. Joining us today out of Kansas City from Brad Dog Media comes the host of the Brad Dog Media Show. Welcome to the show, Brady Hester! Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of... Business, business bros. bros, yeah, man. we are pumped. We are ready, Brad. Uh, Brady, welcome to the welcome to the show, man. <laughs> you almost called him Brad. He's got a post on his Instagram that says, right. "My name is not Brad." I, I almost <laughs> called him Brad Dog. Is what I was going to call. Oh, okay. Him. <laughs> but what no, up, Brady? I, I answer by pretty much anything. You know, I uh, started getting called Brad all of a sudden in high school, where the you know the Brad Dog nickname came from. So at this point, I pretty much answered it. To whatever so hey you, you. Right, what, what, what's that? Hey, you. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right tell me a little bit about brad dog media man how'd you get into this whole uh media space yes sir i mean so i've been in marketing now for almost six years and it's interesting i started uh building other brands through social media working with clients starting in college and you know, in 2019 i get to a point where it's like to probably start building my own brand and uh so Brad Dog Media was formed and everything that's gone along with that. Uh, the big focus there is helping people through their digital efforts, uh, particular, particularly with video advertising and some of the more unique marketing and advertising methods. And uh, yeah, and you know, the podcasts end up coming along. Um, so I've well hit the ground running. Let's uh let's dive into some of the stuff that uh well personally I'm I'm curious about. You're in the video space and uh we've been we've been doing our podcast since 2018, right? We've been creating video content like crazy. I mean, 30-minute episodes every single day. 
take those, chop them up into small pieces, throw them on social media, right? We've been doing that. And I've been watching our reach dramatically drop ever since about last year sometime. And Instagram changed its algorithm and then boom, all of a sudden, we don't get as much reach. We can buy reach. But we don't get as much, uh, you know, regular, organic. regular organic reach. Uh, what can you, what, what can you tell us about what's going on in in uh, that Facebook, Instagram world, and maybe some tips on what we can do to kind of grow and keep going up instead of backwards? Yeah, you know, it's crazy. You're not the only person experiencing that. Uh, I've seen that pretty regularly as far as organic reach goes. You know, it's it's one of those things um, they decide they need some more money coming in. So mm-hmm. the algorithm changed and it seems to be pretty much as simple as that. Um, you know, something I've done is get a little more creative as far as collaborating goes and interacting with other channels to, you know, get featured on their stories, their channels and, uh, you know, doing so with other people to try to get some of that organic reach up. But at the end of the day, if you want to get you know, the reach you want, you do have to pay for it, unfortunately, right now. So, um, you know, at least with Instagram, or you look to some other options, which we can get into as well. But as far as Instagram goes, they've uh, hammered down quite a bit. Pretty limited, man. Pretty limited. Well, tell me a little bit about your clientele. What when somebody comes to you and says, "Brad, I need your help, man." Or I said, "Brad, I said it again." They, right? They'll probably call me Brad. So right, they're probably well. That's what happens when you name your company Brad Dog Media. Uh, but anyway, so they come to you. They're like, "Brady, man, I need help, dude. I want to promote my business. I have a business. I have an existing clientele that it's already here. Uh, how do I get more business? How do I get more exposure out there? What 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 is it that you walk your clients to?" Yeah, so really, I, I go through uh, what their main objectives are, who their target audience is, what they're all about. And by those things, I can really pinpoint which platform you should focus on. So in that specific example, if we're looking to get more exposure and just brand reach, YouTube advertising is the most cost-friendly option right now. Um, and hmm. a fact I always love to throw out there, I've said it a million times, but YouTube doesn't charge you unless your ad is watched for more than 30 seconds. So you can actually reach a lot of people essentially for free. You know, if everybody were to stop at 29 seconds and um, I mean, of (laughs) course you want people to buy in and watch longer than that, but you're not wasting money on people that don't care and only watch five seconds. So that's uh, usually pretty exciting to people. And I mean, I, I hate to kind of, brag too much because sometimes it's unrealistic but i mean i have campaigns that i work with that get as little as one cent per cost view and that's over 30 seconds of watch time not to mention thousands of other impressions that aren't charged so as far as uh reach goes youtube's super affordable which which is nice to take advantage of right now that's funny because it's it's one of those platforms that's been around a lot longer than the other ones, right? YouTube's been around right. for quite some bit. So what what's the difference between uh, you know doing like uh, uh, pay per click advertising with Google versus doing YouTube stuff with Google? Yeah, so for one, the price for whatever reason people really jumped on to pay per click and being on Google, so that market is super saturated it's very expensive but i think it just it takes some additional steps to put together a video on youtube and advertise it there and i think the challenges that go along with that keep businesses from getting involved with it as much 
and Google and YouTube, um, you know, are keeping the cost down for the time being, trying to encourage people to begin trying it out. And um, so I think now is a prime time to really take advantage of that because who knows how long that's going to last. Uh, you got my mind going a little crazy and it happens all the time. I am a, a, a quite a loon when it comes to some of this stuff. So James and I are working on the insurance business, right? One of the biggest things that we're working on right now is getting, uh, building a system to, uh, to recruit agents into the agency, right? The backend support, how we process stuff, all that. James has created SOPs like a madman that, that is fully functional. So now we got to put it to the test and recruit agents like crazy. And uh, we're fans of using things like paperclip. We're fans of using things like uh, like media, digital media, which is why we started the Insurance Bro Show, uh, which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, airs every single day, Monday through Friday at 2.30 p.m. <laughs> I figured it's cheap time plug, for a cheap plug. plug cheap. So we're trying to build we're trying to build that that uh, that agency up, right? Uh, so thinking about creating video media for YouTube, it brings to my mind people like the Harmon brothers and creating content that you know where you have magical unicorns that shit out you know nice sherbet ice cream that grabs attention that makes you want to watch things or like those uh, you know squatty potties or that purple mattress whatever something that has to grab the attention. Uh, it, and to be honest, I mean, James and I have a little more creativity because we've been doing this for a while, but not everybody comes up to you and says, Hey, I have this great idea for a, for an ad to place in YouTube. So, you know, help me out a little bit. We're in the insurance space and I know it's putting you on the spot here, but how can we create some, some video content maybe in that space to attract the people or maybe, you know, what should we focus on to attract that type of uh, agent that we're looking for? Yeah, that's a good question. So put me on the spot here. Serious pressure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so something that immediately comes to mind is really capturing the experience of those that already have made that leap. I think people would be really curious about some people that have already made that move and their backgrounds and why they wanted to go ahead and be an agent and work with you guys and what their experience has been like that, you know, has, has been since then. And you know, I'm sure a lot of lives have been changed through um, improving their business, improving their career. And uh, I think capturing that experience and kind of showing that behind the scenes and really giving the appeal of that would be something that I would be interested in. Yeah, I mean, that, that totally makes uh, sense. When you're, when you're talking about grabbing that attention, you're talking about testimonials, right? You're talking about having feature or featuring people, not just you talking about your particular agency, your product or your service, but the right. people who've actually experienced it, having them talk about your product or service in some sort of limelight. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, we always said I have a PR background as well. And the most valuable thing or what's more valuable than you speaking about your product is someone else doing it. That third party endorsement is huge. So even if it's from your channel, if you have other people speaking on your behalf, sharing their experiences, you know, that sounds so much better than you just talking about yourself. So that's something uh, I could really picture off the top of my head. That's a, that's something that's not the easiest thing to put together. If you've never been building out that kind of content before, in other words, 
you have testimonials maybe because you got them on Yelp, right? Maybe you have testimonials uh, for your podcast because people rate it or whatever. But capturing the video testimonial, getting somebody to come in and and you know get behind camera, that's that's a difficult thing. Number one. But the the I think the the more difficult part is having something that you want them to say. So what what a lot of people don't understand is when you see these testimonials, they're not saying what they're saying on accident. They're asked specific questions to grab that information out from from them, their experience, so that when they're talking about it, we can edit and cut things up so that it works uh, as a, as a good looking testimonial. What are some of the things that we should be asking our clientele? to kind of pull those good testimonials out? Yeah, that's a good question. So I think I would really like to capture uh, their initial thoughts of you guys and maybe what hesitations they had to really help relate to other people who might be in a similar situation now. So you're kind of putting them in that starting position and then kind of walking them through like, you know, things they liked about the experience and if they would uh, recommend you guys to other people. But I think that starting point is really important to create some relatability between them and the viewer. I think that mm. would be, you know, super important. Some relatability. That's a, uh, hopefully they relate to you after they bought from you, right? Right, <laughs> that's a, yeah. That's always a, that's always a thing, right? Okay, so, uh, so you get a client in your office and they're, they're, uh, they're ready to rock and roll. What does the process look like from beginning to end? Like how, how do, you know, when, when you get them in there, what, what's the intake process for you? What are they expecting to, to what, what should they expect to, to do when they're working with you and how long till we get a, a fully um, developed campaign? Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing that I drill on is getting their target audience in order, somebody very specific in mind. And a lot of times people, you know, they might say, well, you know, it applies to anybody or all these different groups, but I want to nail down what is the most typical client or customer? What do they look like? So then when I'm creating campaigns, I can get very specific with targeting. And then working back from that, Within the video advertisement, I can create, um, you know, the script and the key points to speak to that specific person. So it's very targeted. And um, so really from that point, um, it kind of depends on uh, like my videographer schedule a little bit. But usually we can get something filmed within a couple of weeks, edited campaign rolling within ideally within three weeks is usually uh, the turnaround time. Um, there's just so much that goes into it. And especially, you know, working with schedules, uh, it is a little bit of turnaround time, but it's such a solid end product that it's worth it. So you said you had a background in PR, right? So, so let's see, let me, let me, let me, and you're from Kansas city. So let's go with this. All right. So yeah, yeah. you had the Kansas city chiefs, right? Winning a Super Bowl had some great dominating offenses. And then you have someone like Kareem Hunt who does something dumb and he gets some bad publicity, even though he's a great player. Uh, you know, he gets shined in a negative line light with a background in PR. How difficult is it to grab some of that other media that you're looking for? So, I mean, yeah, we've been talking about Facebook. Yeah. We've been talking about Instagram, YouTube, those sort of things. But we forget there's radio, there's TV, news broadcast, those types of things that, you know, uh, magazines. Uh, how, how do you use those in, um, in association with your brand, with what you're doing in your own social media space? 
Yeah. So, I mean, funny enough for me personally, I don't use too many of those channels at this point. I'm very much uh, on the new school side of things. Um, I think where things have gone and what I've taken part in a little bit, a little bit on the newspaper side, some of the newspapers have really gone into that digital world and taken advantage of that. So they now have you know, their articles and things like that online. So that's really been my approach because I love things that are shareable and, you know, have more reach potential and that we can actually track. So that's been more of a focus, um, just sticking with that new school approach. But it is funny you mentioned uh, the Chiefs and my PR background because, so I was a public relations major at, shout out to University of Central Missouri. And, um, so one of my professors, actually, Dr. Horn, uh, shout out to Dr. Horn. He uh, was actually working PR for the Chiefs and has for a long time. So he actually probably went through that situation. That's some that's some crazy stuff. Well, let, let's take a little side note here. Speaking of the Chiefs, uh, what's it like? Are, are you a Chiefs fan, first of all? Yeah, I mean, I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this. I'm, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a little bit of a Chiefs fan, but... My dad was born in Seattle, so I'm a big oh, Seahawks guy. Oh, dude, you got some heat on that one for sure. <laughs> like Seattle has a good team too. I mean, you can't it's knock. Fun. Yeah, you, you can't knock them what they're doing right now. No, Russell Wilson. Hell no. <laughs> right, Russell Wilson's uh, uh, doing some great things over there, but um, but the Chiefs are just like they're the Chiefs, bro. Like you can't. I mean. Dude, that Patrick Mahomes is is something on his own. That, that guy got like seventeen eyes. Like he can see everywhere, three hundred and sixty degrees at all times, <laughs> yeah, sitting right. outside his helmet. Right? I think he's wonderful. Yeah, I do too. And, and James and I, James and I are kind of a, a broken-hearted Charger fan. So we we're oh, very man. dedicated Charger fans. And then they left us, and they went to the city we were born in. So we don't have nothing against LA. It's just the fact that they left San Diego. <laughs> like you ditched us, bro. Um, yep. talk, talk about some bad That's media press dude it was it, it totally was it totally was all right so uh let's, let's get a, a little bit back into the media space uh do you ever watch what goes on in in like the nfl do you ever watch what goes on like on tv do you ever watch what's going on like trending on tiktoks and stuff like that and do you utilize that content to create something that's that's uh more beneficial for the brands that you're working with and if so like what pieces do you look for is there like a formula or certain content that you're looking to pull off trending things to use in your in your content creation yeah that's a good question so something i really like to do is incorporate creative from different industries into industries that i'm in or working with so i mean speaking of sports for example there aren't very many podcasts and youtube shows that incorporate like the sidebar with topics like all the sports shows do, but I really mm. love that look. And I incorporated that into the podcast or like with Instagram posts and things like that. I've always loved the look of those old school, like album covers and like GQ magazines and things like that. So I, I love all those styles and I found ways to incorporate that into the creative, which I mean, most, most people don't do, but I've definitely found some ways to uh, tailor them a little bit to fit into the social media world and have some fun with that. So, uh, yeah, that that's a little different that I do. 
It's almost uh, and and here's the here's the funny thing. It's it's not quite copying, but you're modeling, right? So you're taking right. stuff that you've seen, yeah. and you're not like copying and pasting it and using you know cropping your face on there. You're taking a, a style that you've liked that you see works really well, and you're turning it into something similar to yourself, right? So you you know where they have a, a certain type of background, you get yours to look like a similar type of background. Where they're using that a certain type of font, you're using a similar type of font. Uh, it, can you help out and, and explain to people the difference between modeling and copying? Because there's a huge difference, especially when you're creating content. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's How do you go about explaining this? I mean, I never even copy anything per se. You know, I, I like to take a look at something. And the funny thing is, you can look exactly at something and try to copy it for yourself. But the reality is, you're not the person that made the other thing. So it's pretty much impossible to exactly copy. So if you emulate Ain't no thing like me, said me. <laughs> Rocket, what's up? And so it's really actually hard to copy, I feel like. And you naturally have your own spin on it. So I don't know. I love to take a little bit of inspiration. And a lot of times I'll like start with something to base it off of. But by the end, I've made so many tweaks and, and made it my own. People probably would never even think I grabbed it from wherever it was if I told them. All right. Well, let's let's talk about making it your own. You started your podcast. You got the Brad Dog uh, Media Podcast, uh, and it's it, you've been doing it for a while. Uh, I'll tell you my experience in podcasting. We started and we had zero clue what we were doing. James couldn't even spell podcast, and I couldn't. I didn't even know what a <laughs> podcast was. Right. Uh, but we did it anyways, and we've been developing our show as we go along. Uh, everything from what you see on the screen to the little logos design, all that different type of stuff. And that's been one hell of a journey. It's been one journey that we've been using to our advantage when it comes to networking with people. We've met so many new people and made so many huge our, – our network is now massive, uh, and, and we're, we're like primed to be t capitalizing on this thing. Like, you know, we're, we're ready to go on that. What's been your experience um, – in creating your podcast, but then maybe you had an idea of what it was supposed to be and what is it today? Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. That's a good question. So huh. at the beginning of it, I, it was just a little more vague and I didn't really have my niche down. It was kind of just interview anybody involved with any business, any side hustle, anything. And over time it's, gotten a little more niche down to where it kind of aligns more with my brand being in the branding space and focus more on on entrepreneurial stories and um, so that's definitely helped you know as far as focus goes and getting the right guests that then my target audience likes because if they follow me they like you know this type of people and um, and geez as far as creative goes at the beginning it was uh and not the style it is now. I, it's funny if, if you can find any old material, I, uh, had such a serious look. It was like kind of intense, like <laughs> dark, like, I don't, I don't know why I went with that, but I've brightened things up and, uh, gotten a little more fun and juice out of it. So, so the what's creative's the, changed a ton. So then let's, let's dig a little deeper. What's the purpose of your podcast now? Like, what are you, what are you using it for? So it's, it's in a, there's so many different reasons really, but uh, it kind of started to help get my name out there and uh, build my brand. 
And I've also always loved to network and, you know, I mean, meet people like you guys is awesome. And getting, you know, all these opportunities probably wouldn't have come if I didn't get into podcasting because I just wouldn't be putting myself out there in the same way. And I definitely too, I love to learn and I love to be able to share those experiences and learning opportunities with other people too. And that's been a really fun part of it is people come in and follow me from various places and I get to share the things I've learned with them. So it's been a really cool experience. So in being in this space for a while, I'm starting to notice some of the some of the trends that happen here. Uh, I look at our downloads for different episodes and and I'm comparing them obviously to the downloads that I see in James's show, right? In the Assurance Bros show, because like you on the Business Bros, we weren't very niched and we started off very much in the real estate space. And when we when we focused in the real estate space, we had a huge uh, uh, increase. And as we opened up the uh, type of people that we were interviewing, it, it shrank a little bit. So now, you know, now I'm trying to focus my attention on how do I help people? You know, if you're coming on my show, there's a reason why you're coming on the show. You're coming on the show because you want more exposure. You're coming on the show because you want more reach. You're coming on the show because you want more clients, right? Ultimately, that's what it comes down to. So I'm going to make sure that on every episode, I ask that question because ultimately as a sales and as a salesperson, if I'm not asking how I can help you, I am not making a sale. And I tell this to people all the time uh, on our show and I talk to people in the outside I'm like, you know, and I, I learned this, you know, not too long ago, but if how much of your time are you spending asking for business or asking to help somebody? If you're not spending most of your day doing that, you're not, uh, you're not a salesperson, dude. You're doing, you're doing other kinds of busy work. So here's my pitch to you. What is going on in your business and how can the business bros help you uh, get, achieve that particular goal? Yeah, it's a good question. It's not really anything I thought about before today, which is shame on me, I guess. Um, I mean, you know, yeah, exposure is a big thing. So being on this show uh, doesn't hurt. You guys have a, a great audience and uh, I love what you guys are doing. So really just sharing, especially like some of the more unique things that I offer. Um, a lot of people are, you know, I appeal to a lot of people because of YouTube advertising, which is a very unique kind of lane that a lot of people don't mention. So uh, anything in that arena, you know, I'd really appreciate, but, but so, likewise, I'd, I'd love to hear what uh, I can do for you too. So let's, let's dig a, a little bit deeper on that then. Cause uh, maybe that'll help us answer that question. So in business, there's usually only a few things that we need help with, right? The $5 productive dollar making activities. We either need help with lead generation, lead follow-up presentation, negotiation, or closing. So where do you struggle in your business right now? Of those five things. And we all do. Cause I'll tell you right now for mm -hmm. me, it's a lead follow-up. That's where I struggle with the most. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs do too. What, what do you struggle with right now in your business where if you can fix that one thing, your business would just shoot up? Yeah, I'm, I'm probably in a similar situation. It's I think a lot of times for me, it's that middle ground that can be tricky. I'm great at grabbing attention and showing and getting intrigue from people. And then as far as closing goes, when we get to the later stages, I'm pretty solid. But a lot of times in that in-between, as far as kind of getting people to that potential closing position is a little tricky for me at times, to be honest. What do you think? What do you think it's what do you think is holding you back there? Do you think it's a it's it's a process that you're lacking? Do you think it's your own confidence that you just don't know what to say? Do you think it's uh, you know, you've I don't know, like what what do you think is holding you back? 
Yeah, you know, I wonder if I need a little different of a process. Uh, that's definitely something I wonder. Um, so I feel like uh, at times I have these continual meetings with people, but for some reason we can't find a way to get over that hump. So maybe um, I don't always have the proper selling ideas, if that makes sense. It's interesting. I'm I'm a lot better at selling for other people than I am for myself. It's kind of a tricky, tricky deal. It's weird how that works, huh? Not uncommon at all. <laughs> no, no, dude. That's that's one of the hypocrisies of life, I guess. You know, like like you become a media company, you're good at creating content for other people, but then how do you grow your media company? Like that's the conundrum and the catch twenty two that we all that we is you know we can sell the crap out of insurance within the back end of I mean we can process the crap out of it. How do we recruit more people? Oh, look, all of a sudden we have a, a hiccup in our own agenda. Uh, yeah, definitely. It, it's it's crazy how we don't put our own ideas to the test. So, how, have you even tried, or I, I don't know, have you done anything where you're using your own strategies to target the ideal client that you're looking for? Yeah, it's it's interesting though because my clients are are wanting different things. It's more of getting ex exposure for them and you know, there's often a handoff from the work I put in for them to bring in, you know, clients into their funnel and get their attention. And of course, at that point, it's their company. So if they're needing clients, they're working on the closing part. So it's interesting. So I'm not really involved with that side of it. So then when it comes to myself, um, maybe I do need some improved processes then to work on for myself. Dude, it's, it's gnarly because in again, like you have such a, that service that you're providing, dude, infinitely valuable, especially in, in, in for me right now, when I'm thinking about it and I'm like, how can I use, how can I use that the way I need to use it for my particular business? Right. That's, but by the same token, there are people who are looking for your services and can't find you unless you're putting it in front of, uh, unless you're putting your product or service in front of their face, right? Unless you're showing them. I'm starting, you know, obviously because I look at stuff like that, I get Facebook ads that look like that. I get TikTok ads on my Facebook saying, come advertise your business with us, right? Why? Because I spend money on ads. So they're like sticking it in front of my face. Here, come spend more over here, right? Uh, and your product service is kind of the same way. It's like, look, you need to have video content. Look, Mr. or Mrs. Shop, who's been around for 20 years and your customer client base is dwindling. It's because you haven't continued to market to your existing database. It's because nobody knows that you're there. You have the best pizza or food or whatever the situation is, but nobody knows. Uh, and, you know, what, what you do just, I don't know, it, it gives me a, a little bit of fuel fire. But if people <laughs> want to work with you, yeah, man, dude, if people want to work with you, can you share with our, our listening audience how they can get a hold of you uh, to work with you. Yeah. So I'm very responsive. So any social media at Brad dog media and, uh, or check out the website, braddogmedia.com. There's an easy contact form and I'll be right in touch. So make it pretty easy. Sweet, man. Well, thank you very much for taking some time to be on the show today. Uh, you know, Hey man, go chiefs this weekend <laughs> and go yeah, Seattle, yeah, go I guess yeah. I got, uh, I got DK Metcalf on my, uh, on my roster. So, uh, oh, my guy, <laughs> <laughs> let's hope let's hope he does some damage this week. Uh, I had uh, I had chasing down defenders. Yeah, yeah. any fantasy points? Those tackles. No, no, no they they look good or whatever. Uh, Dude, just, I lost just the uh, hell of a play. I yeah, lost Calvin yeah. Ridley last night, so that didn't help me out any. But uh, wah, let's hope. Wah. Wah, wah, wah. I don't think he's out too far. But anyways, yeah, man. Uh, so thank you very much for coming on the show. Appreciate you taking the time, man. 
Hey, I appreciate it. I'm glad you guys uh, had me on today and it was fun. Thanks so much. All right, ladies and gents, enjoy your weekend. Hey, if you guys want to be on the show, uh, there's a link down there at the bottom, business.biz slash podcast guest. But here's the problem. We book out eight weeks in advance. So if you go to our last minute guest list, businessbros.biz slash last minute, you'll be put on a list and we'll send you an email when somebody cancels or can't make it. Sometimes it's 15 minute notice. Sometimes it's a week notice. You never know. But if you're on that list, you might be able to jump the line, hop on the show before that eight week uh, waiting list. So check it out. Of course, give us a subscribe, uh, subscribe, rate, review. Let us know what you think of the show. Follow us at Business Bros Pod. Happy Halloween, ladies and gents. Enjoy the rest of your week and peace. Bye bye. And we're out of here. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.